here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome back to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I am joined by my buddy Dan Titus from the Action Network. Today, we are going to be talking about all of our NBA's, NBA bets for the Thursday night slate. We're going to catch a couple of uh, nationally televised games on TNT. And then at the end of the podcast, we will go through my college basketball locks of the day. We're going to talk about a lot of uh, stupid teams that you've never heard of and never seen before, but we will get to that in a minute. Dan, our NBA expert, knows more about basketball than anyone I know, specifically on the gambling side. So we're going to go through every game on the slate. We have seven games on the slate tonight, seven or eight games on the slate tonight. So uh, first of all, welcome. Second of all, let's start off the top. Bulls, Hawks, first game of the night. Bulls favored by one and a half on the road. That total is at 230 and a half. I have already bet this over at 231 and a half. Marcus moving against me a little bit. What's your thoughts on this game? Uh, this is an interesting game. This opened up at minus four to the Bulls. They've now been bet down to minus one and a half. So a lot of sharp money coming in on the Hawks here. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why the, the injury report for the Bulls doesn't look any different than it normally would. DeMar DeRozan's there, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is a buy, uh, I guess, a, a good buy spot for the Atlanta Hawks. But the Atlanta Hawks have been great on offense, but their defense has been absolutely atrocious um, for quite some time now. I mean, they're 29 and 32, probably one of the bigger letdowns this season, on us, probably right on side with the Knicks. Um, so, yeah, this is a little bit of a fishy line to me at, at minus one. To be, the fact that it's being bet so hard to the Hawks side, this is actually a stay away from me. But I do like the over in it because of what you just said or because what I was just talking about. The Hawks don't play any defense. And Chicago can light it up, man. Like, I don't think there's anyone on on Atlanta that can really stop DeMar DeRozan and or uh, Nikola Vucevic here. Um, he's had a field day against Clint Capella in his career. So I think this is a good spot for the over. Okay, so the betting splits according to Action Network, which makes this very interesting, that has been bet down to one and a half. 78% of the bets and 70% of the money are on the Bulls. 22% of the bets, 30% of the money is on the Hawks. That's not a whole lot of money for this line to be moving mm. three points. So... Yeah, that's I'm, fishy. I'm, and there's no injury report here. So, like, even fishier, I don't know if it's one specific group that has just, just bet a lot of that 30% of the bets where they right. moved the market and the whole market got scared. Uh, but very interesting there. I would expect that number to, to have been much higher. In terms of the total, uh, I have Action Network. 55% of the bets, 88% of the money is on the over. Opened at 228.5, now at 230.5. I missed the mark a little bit, this 231, but we still like the over. Um, the DeRozan prop points was 29 and a half. I assume that you're probably somewhere in that market right there. But based on the way that you've said that Vucevic is going to have a field day versus Capella, uh, are you at least intrigued and in maybe looking into some Vucevic props? Yeah, he's been doing a great job in the interior. His points, rebounds, assists has been cashing a lot. Um I do need to look at the number. Uh, let me pull it up, actually. Vooch is sitting at... Vooch, Vooch, Vooch. Let's see. Where'd he go? There he is. 
Vooch is sitting at 32 and a half. That's I could get with that. I, PR, I could definitely right? get with that. What's his points? Uh, his points is 18 and a half. So that's modest. Okay. So, all right. That might end up making it on my card at some point uh, today. All right. So let's move on to next game on the board. Grizzlies plus two and a half at Boston. This over under sitting at 223 and a half. Grizzlies and Celtics. The reason I like the under this game, I mean, you're talking about two of the best defenses in the entire NBA. The betting splits on this 39% of the bet, 63% of the money is coming in on this under. It has dropped from 225 and a half to 223 and a half. Definitely like the under here. Slight lean towards Boston at home here, minus two and a half. I think they're going to get it done. Not a strong take, but I will bet it. Small number, maybe a little quarter unit, half unit type of deal. Uh, just think that it's a good spot for the Celtics, a team that has been playing really well. Uh, and I'm a little, as we talked about it on the previous podcast, maybe starting to fade Memphis a little bit in the second half of the season. Don't think they'll quite be as hot the rest of the way. Nice little road trip action. So maybe in Boston, uh, they're able to get it done. So maybe minus two and a half, maybe that minus that money line minus 145 also. Yeah, um, the only concern I have on the Boston Celtics side is that they are going to be missing Jalen Brown. He sprained his ankle last game and uh, didn't look too good. It said it's not a long-term injury, so that's a good thing for Boston. So we'll see Derek White step into the starting lineup. He's been very good in, in limited minutes with the, the Boston Celtics. Um, that's my biggest concern. I actually took Memphis first quarter minus one and a half. They've been playing, starting out great. And uh, as this as the game wears on, they tend to lose their legs and um, don't really find the offense. Um, their half-court offense hasn't been as good as their transition offense. And the good thing for Boston is they don't really play very good transition defense. So I think there is some upside in, in hopping on Memphis early. But um, this is another fishy line to me. Um, you know, given that Jalen Brown is out, I'm surprised that the Memphis Grizzlies aren't bigger favorites uh, for that. And the fact that, you know, they're minus two, they're plus two and a half right now. Like I think you're actually getting pretty good value on, on the Memphis Grizzlies on the road, who has been one of the better teams against the spread on the road this season. So um, yeah, this is another one where I'm like, I don't know that I want to play the full game. I'm, I'm going to start out, see if I can cash out and then I'll play it live and uh, adjust as forth um, going forward. Interestingly enough, the Grizzlies opened minus two in this game and it's now currently minus two and a half to the Celtics. 38% of the bets, 58% of the money is on the Celtics. So again, seems like a little fishy. Uh, given your knowledge of what's going on with the Grizzlies and Celtics and the fact that Brown is out. Uh, also, the heaviest bet game of the day. Action Network says almost 14,000 bets, so those numbers are going to be pretty... I mean, that's the market. It's twenty plus 20% to the Celtics, which is yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, why don't we go over to the first game that's on TNT tonight. Miami plus one and a half at Brooklyn now. Wow, this really switched. Uh, over this is the biggest, biggest swing of the night. Right here. Yeah. I bet it last night. Nets plus three and a half. This opened at plus six and a half. Obviously, that got moved down quickly once it was announced that KD was going to play tonight. But now this has moved to full eight points on the KD news. Whether or not that's a good number, I'll leave it up to you. But I do feel like I got a great number, obviously, plus three and a half on Brooklyn now that it's sitting at minus one and a half. I can't believe that it's that low at this point. Uh, 33% of the bet, 61% of the money is currently on Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I currently have no dog in this fight, mainly because the injury report for Miami is just looking brutal. Kyle Lowry's already been ruled out. Jimmy Butler is questionable to play. Caleb Martin, uh, and I believe I also saw P.J. Tucker on that list as well. So 
I don't know what version of the Miami Heat I'm going to be seeing. So the fact that you grabbed that at three and a half to the Brooklyn side, um, that's looking very well for you for some closing line value. I'm a um, genius. <laughs> and it, that was, and you said you grabbed that even before the KD announcement was made. So, no, no, no. I grabbed you know. it. I grabbed it right after. So it was at six. Oh, and right half. after. Okay. I grabbed it. Oh, I grabbed right, it right, three right. and a half, but I bet it last night. And KD was worth three. Today. KD was worth three points. Easy um, you know, three Kyrie, points. Yeah. Kyrie's not going to be playing um, because it's a yep. home game. So uh, you have that. So pretty much you got KD with Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and uh, Patty Mills. Like that's that's going to be your main offense. And if we're seeing like a B squad of the Miami Heat, I think that that's enough to, to get it done. I'm going to stay away from it until I get more clarity on who's actually playing for Miami. But uh, I love the value that you got three and a half for the for the Brooklyn Nets. All right, let's move over to a game that I don't have any action on. Perhaps you do. Detroit plus eight and a half at Toronto. That total mm-hmm. is sitting at 218 and a half. A little betting split here. Uh, 60% of the money. No, 60% of the bets. 67% of the money is on the Raptors. And in terms of the total here, uh, 63% of the bets, 68% of the money is on the over. Over opened at 215 and a half. Is sitting here live on BetMGM at 218 and a half. <clears throat> Yeah, so I actually took this one, and we were talking about it before the show, and there isn't much discussion in NBA circles about teasers for the NBA. Typically, when you see teasers, it's you know plus six, minus six for uh, football games, but for basketball, it's actually four. So this was one of the the, the games that I circled for my teaser for tonight. Um, I'll talk about the other two teams that I have in it, but I moved this up to 12.5 for Detroit because Toronto doesn't really have a lot of depth here, and uh, we've seen... Well, hold on a second. Let me pull it up here. So Toronto, they're coming on their third game in four nights. Um, they played in a back-to-back set the, the games prior. Um, I think they're going to have some tired legs here. Fred Van Vliet hasn't played in the last couple of games. He's their star point guard. And OG Ananobi is still out of the lineup. Now, Scotty Barnes has picked up a lot of the scoring slack and just hustles, hustling in general. Um, I'll be looking at his. Uh, rebounds and assists, as well as his points, props, because he's just been on fire. At least he torched the Brooklyn Nets. And I would say without KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, that version of the Nets is probably similar to the Detroit Pistons. Um, and so Detroit, they've actually been playing really well out of the post, out of the all-star break, and they've kind of picked up this momentum, which is kind of weird considering that this team should be tanking. Like, well, there's no reason for there's no There's no reason for them to be winning games right now, but I guess this is Dwayne Casey, you know, trying to, instill some kind of winning perspective or values to the, to the younger team. And let's not forget Dwayne Casey used to be the coach of the Toronto Raptors before he got fired. And then they wound up winning the, the, uh, the, the NBA championship. So he has a, he has a pretty strong record against the, the, uh, the Toronto Raptors since leaving them. So I I actually like the Detroit side of this. It's a gross bet for sure. Um, That's why I'm going to add a little, little buffer there with my teaser and four points there to 12 and a half. All right, Detroit plus 12 and a half on the board. Next game on the board, get to the, the uh, West Coast swing here. Sacramento Kings plus six and a half at the San Antonio Spurs. This total is the highest of the night, 240 and a half. That is a massive, massive number. Uh, let's see here. Total on the spread, we got 71% of the bets. 97% of the money is coming in on the Spurs. That number has only gone up from five and a half to six and a half, though. And in terms of the total, I assume that you're going to see a lot of over here. We have 31% of the best, 60% of the money is on the over. Highest number in the market right now is 241.5. This opened at 223.5. It's been bet up Damn. 17 points. That's crazy. That, I don't know if I've ever seen a number move 
point like that. I, I'm basing this on Action Network. I don't know if that's right or not, but if that is, 17-point movement is absolutely insane. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I think it's going to be a track meet. Um, I, don't, I don't know that I believe in 240 points. That's a bit rich for me to uh, take an over. Um, I wish I grabbed that at 220 because that's, <laughs> that yeah. seems like yeah. that was the right number there. Damn. That's a that's um, a middle spot. 100% that's a middle spot. 17 yeah. points? Crazy. Unbelievable. So the last two games uh, this season that these two teams played, they went over. Um, the the uh, the total was set at 222 and 227 respectively. So 240. Um, I don't know that I can get that that high with it you know the san antonio spurs did drop 136 in their first game and then uh sacramento dropped 121 in their second so i mean these two teams do score points they're not very good um this is pretty much a seeding game you know i think this is probably just a a spot where i feel like greg popovich is incapable of losing to the sacramento kings and alvin gentry um i've got to look at the numbers on popovich and his record against the kings but i got to imagine he's just absolutely dominated them just being how bad the sacramento kings have been for a number of years, but uh, this is the other one I took in my teaser piece, man. I, I'm, I'm bet it, I bet the San Antonio Spurs down to minus three because I think I don't, just given that Sacramento won this last game and since the Montes bonuses came over for the Sacramento Kings, they've been way more competent on offense. And I think that they've worked in some of those role players in Jeremy Lamb and Dante DiVincenzo. So I don't think this is as bad as the Sacramento Kings team. There's just another team that's been playing quite a few games over their last uh, over the last several days. Um, so they could have a little bit of tired legs, but you know that usually leads to worse defense, which I see why uh, this is trending up for for uh, the over here. So um, I do like San Antonio to win this game outright. So I think they could cover it by three points, just given the way that some of their players have been playing in in Devin Vassell and and Dejounte Murray and and Yaka Pertle. Yeah, one of the props I was looking at, I didn't bet it yet, but Dejounte Murray over seven and a half rebounds. Uh, Looks like it's a pretty good bet. He's hit it in seven of the last eight. Uh, so I, I'm definitely going to look at that one. Maybe I'll bet that at some point later in the day. All right, we got two more games on the board. Both really interesting. Warriors plus two and a half at the Mavericks. Total sitting at 219 and a half. I actually bet the under of this at 220. You said that the Steph three-point numbers come down finally from four and a half to three and a half. This line opened at minus four for the Warriors. They're plus two and a half now. Uh, 36% of the bets and 71% of the money are on the Warriors too, including me. I think this is a revenge spot based on the way that the fourth quarter happened in Golden State. I, You know what? This Golden State team, they got that championship pedigree. I think if someone screws them over at home in a fourth quarter like that, they come back with a vengeance. So I think this is a great spot for the Warriors. I can't believe the line has moved six and a half points in my direction, especially given the bidding splits. Um, I also like Luka Doncic under 47 and a half rebounds points assists in this one yeah so this is one where we are on opposite sides i actually uh grabbed i grabbed dallas last night at plus three um so Mm -hmm. i like the way that this is trending as well um being that they're now the favorites um yeah to me this is uh i feel you the warriors do have championship pedigree the one thing that's missing out of that out of that championship pedigree is Draymond Green and potentially Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson could play. I don't think he's been ruled out yet, but uh, not having Draymond Green there has certainly made an, an impact on the, the Golden State Warriors here, and mainly Stephen Curry. He hasn't been shooting that well. You said at the top, you know, his three-point line, his three-point prop has dropped from four-and-a-half to three-and-a-half. Don't remember the last time I see it there, so I'll probably just take the over on that off the strength of the fact that that's just too low for what his capability is and the, the range of outcomes 
uh, for him to get there and how many he's attempting per game. Um, but this Dallas team plays defense, especially at home. Uh, they're one of the better teams defending their home court. And you're right. They did lose an embarrassing game uh, a few games ago, coming back from like, what, 20, 20 points to win it deep in the fourth. <laughs> yeah. Um and that to me was a signal that this Dallas team can beat the Warriors when they're when they're shorthanded. And uh Lucas has been playing great since the the all not even before the All-Star break, really since they traded Chris Dapsporzingis. This guy's just been on fire. And I think that they're getting their role players involved as well. Jalen Brunson had a really good game against the Lakers. You're seeing Dorian Finney Smith really show you why he earned his bag. Um so, yeah, I like this Dallas team, man. I, I think that they're gonna play better defense, slow this pace down, make Steph Curry work for it. And uh, ultimately, I think that they're going to come out on top. But I could definitely see the revenge narrative angle to this as well. All right. We're head to head on that one. Last game of the night, my shitty Lakers team, plus two and a half at the Clippers, <laughs> playing playing at the Crypt, uh, over under 220 and a half betting splits on this. Lakers, 25% of the bets, 55% of the money. Good sign for me there. And the total in that one, 59% of the bets, 91% of the money is on the under. I am also on the under here, 220 and a half. I am on the Lakers. I just think, you know what? This is the game of the season for them. If they don't win this one, might as well pack up and go home. I probably could have said that for like the last seven games. But uh, I I think that they're going to come out. I think this is a full LeBron show. He's going balls to the wall. We'll see if they can get it done. The Clippers have absolutely torched the Lakers over the last decade. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Lakers is a dog here. I, I have to take it. And it's not a homer pick either. I just think LeBron's going to be, be in a just a mood to absolutely dominate in this game. See, I feel like this would be another uh, – oh, wait. I did put it in my teaser. So I, I teased up the uh, the Lakers to six and a half just because I don't trust that uh, they'll be able to get it done just given what I've seen lately. Yeah. You know, they made a – they mounted a great comeback against the Dallas Mavericks, but it just wasn't enough in the fourth. But I think they can keep it within six and a half points here. Like LeBron – it uh, looks like he's still in a little bit more confidence in his role players like Malik Monk. He finally got to start again and he dropped 17, five and four. They got to get other people involved. Like Russell Westbrook reports have already come out by Jeff Fisher of the Bleacher Report that they're looking to part. They're looking to go mutual their respective ways in the offseason. So don't be surprised if Russ pretty much. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's playing for his next contract, but I don't really know who wants him at this point. But this role does yeah. not fit with the Lakers. That much is clear. He's not getting crunch time minutes. Um, which is pretty crazy considering how, what the caliber of player he is. But I think the Lakers are getting somewhat more, I don't know, they, they seem to be getting a little bit more motivated after getting their ass kicked by the, the Pelicans coming out of the post-All-Star break. Um, but, yeah, I took the under here so uh, stupidly, I guess. Uh, I took it at 218.5 last night, and then obviously this has gone up to 220.5, so I lost two points there. But I still like the under, even at 218. I still know where the offense is going to be generated on either of these teams, man, like Marcus Morris Sr. and – Reggie Jackson. It's just very uninspiring names. And uh, the Clippers play very good defense. Uh, they're, they're one of the top 11 teams in, in defensive efficiency this this year. That's that's a testament to Ty Lue and his system. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't see where this offense is coming from. So I, I like it. I could probably bet this to 217 and still feel pretty good about it. Um, Lakers, don't know that I want to take them at two and a half, but I'll tease them up for four more points. All right, I like the teaser piece there, plus six and a half, and I definitely like the under there. Uh, you may have to rebet this one at two twenty. Just double down with me. I, I do. You gotta, you gotta I do. do it. All right, I, I love it. All right, let's move over to some player props. I already named off one of them: the Doncic under forty-seven and a half points, rebounds, assists. I also like one that actually one of your company's accounts tweeted out: uh, Marcus Morris, senior, under four and a half rebounds. 
like that one. And this one, I just don't think he's going to get a ton of burn in the, that game. And then Jason Tatum, a little dangerous, but I think that number is a little too high at 29 and a half on their points, even though Jalen Brown's out. So give me uh, Tatum under 29 and a half points. Interesting play there, um, especially given that now he's going to have pretty much the keys to the offense in terms of scoring. He tends to start a little bit slow, but uh, yeah, 29 and a half is a bit rich um, for Jason Tatum, but without, uh, I mean, in Memphis is a very good defensive team. So I, I agree with you um, in terms of 29. Yeah. I, I don't know that I want to get behind 29 and a half. So I'll take the under there as well. All right. You got any? Uh, not for that game specifically. You got any others? Should I go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got Devin go Vassell. Devin Vassell over two and a half assists. He's done this in seven straight. Um, he plays for the for those that don't know, he plays for the San Antonio Spurs. So we're 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 betting into that track meet that is gonna be the Sacramento Kings. There should be a tons of offensive opportunities for him to uh get some potential assists. And over the last uh two games, he's averaged five potential assists per game. So, you know, you're getting essentially two more buckets that he could he could grab for you or his teammates could get um, potentially here. So in a team that plays bad defense, I like that upside. So two and over two and a half assists, you can get that at minus minus one fifteen. So not too bad of odds there. Um, considering there's such a low mark to, uh, to hit being that he's hitting in seven straight. Awesome. All right. So that does it for all of our NBA bets. Uh, we'll tweet those out a little bit later. Now time the college basketball notebook. It's officially March. You know what that means? It's time to lose all of our money. So here we go. <laughs> Michigan, Iowa, under 156 points. Indiana State, plus one, and the over 144 and a half in that game. That's against Illinois State. The Battle of the States, nothing better than that. Portland State, under 154 and a half points. Who? Under 74. And, yeah, Portland <laughs> State, the Vikings, baby. Uh, under 74 and a half points in the first half there. Michigan, minus two versus Iowa. If you want to take that as a money line, I'm probably more in favor of that than the two because it's college basketball and there, there's some way that you're going to get fucked. It's the minus two that only wins by one. So might as well just pay the extra juice on the money line there. Uh, South Florida plus 12 and a half against Memphis. Oregon State plus 14 against Washington State. Now we're getting down to the bottom of the board where I don't know who these teams are playing anymore. <laughs> they, pop up, they pop up in my system and I just got to bet them. Detroit plus three. Oakland plus four. UTSA. Plus 13 and a half. Uh, San Diego, plus three and a half. Tulane, plus two. Utah Valley, plus seven. And Coppin State, plus two. Those are a lot of underdogs. I need to get some winners. Uh, I might have to do a money line round robin parlay with all those dogs and see how much money I can lose on a Thursday. How about that? <laughs> that sounds like the gross Jason that I know. There's only one way to go, and that's that. Nothing you better, go. baby. <laughs> you you said Utah Valley. Was it Utah Valley State or Utah Valley? What, yeah, what was the name U- of that? Utah Valley plus seven. What the f- Why does that sound like a community college? Like what? That's a real D one team. It what probably is. is. Right I don't know. <laughs> I've been to Utah. I've seen a valley. I don't know if there's a school in there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh my god, yeah. I've never heard of that school before. So. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone has watched our football podcast before, we know that we love the gross bets. That is the definition of gross bets. This is called the gross notebook. That's all I got for today. Dude, you we'll have to back. scroll so yeah. far to even see Utah Valley on your like your your in your just the game list. Like they don't uh-huh. even they don't even prioritize this. Hey, I'm true gamblers, true gamblers know that the best 
the best thing on a keyboard is command F because you ain't <laughs> scrolling through all the, you, you gotta use that command F to go find Utah Valley in there. Wow. That's not, that's probably yeah. not even televised, man. Those are the ones that I feel like that. See, that's actually sharp handicapping there because like when you don't have the, the media and like the narrative and also, this is the ones that people aren't paying attention to and probably where you get the most value. So I like it. I, I don't think that ESPN plus would dare show a Utah Valley game. <laughs> no chance. It's on like CBS sports network three or something like that. What conference are they in? I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> you think that I know what conference Utah Valley's in? I don't even know what city it's in. I barely know the state. If there wasn't a name in there, I wouldn't know what the state is. All right. I think we got to close yeah, the podcast great. on this. We'll close the podcast on Utah Valley. All right. We'll be back uh, next week with more NBA and college Jesus. basketball stuff as we head into March Madness and into the NBA playoffs. Uh, until then, good luck with all of your bets on Thursday. Dan, talk to you soon. Peace.